Hi. Well, that was kind of loud. I am so sorry. It is to be the most transparent and honest as I can be. It is 12:41 a.m. that I'm starting this. Um I couldn't think of any other time to record this before Valentine's Day and I wanted to have it up on Valentine's Day because this episode is Valentine's Day themed. Um, so I feel like this episode will be a little bit more fun. It's a little bit all over the place. You guys know that's pretty much how my episodes are. They're just very messy and chaotic and it's a lot of, it's a good time, you know? Um, I will say that I have a bit of a sinus issue right now. Um, so if I sound congested, it's cause I am, if I'm drinking water, it's cause I am, um, get used to that sound. Cause I'm going to be drinking water a lot, but yeah. Anyway, um, I went on my Instagram today and I should have done it this morning. I literally did not plan ahead. I was, I was capping. So I failed myself there. But I went on my Instagram and I asked my, I went on my story and I asked everyone, or I just asked like people to give me something that was overrated and underrated that was Valentine's Day themed or love themed. And I would just kind of give my opinion on it to see if I agree or disagree and all that kind of stuff and just have a nice conversation. I think it's a... Valentine's Day is a very, um, you know, you either love it or you hate it, or you just, I guess you either love it or you hate it, or you just don't care. Um, I kind of fall in between, like, I don't really care. It's just another day for me. But I think even if I had a partner, I still really wouldn't care so much. I would obviously, like, Like, I'm a person that likes to go out to dinner anyways, and so that's probably what I would have liked to do, but because Valentine's Day is such, like, a popular day for people to go out, I probably would have opted for, like, a night in if I was with someone and just had, like, a movie night, order takeout, something easy. So, anyway, I'm a person that likes to go out, but probably not on Valentine's Day. I will not be going out. Actually, people are going to be really busy this weekend because Valentine's Day falls on a Monday this year. Anyway, this weekend we'll probably be popping outside in the streets. And I will be in the streets, I think. I'm not quite sure. Weekend plans don't really get made until like literally the last minute, which I hate. Okay. Let's get started with the first one. Someone said, what's underappreciated is just being present. Wait, the wording is kind of... Okay, hold on. It's from the same person. Okay, let's start with the overrated one first. She said, something that's overrated is everything has to be romantic with no comedic aspect. I do think this is a little bit of an overrated situation because Valentine's Day is, yes, Valentine's Day is like a day of love, but it's not like a day of like, you don't have to be so serious about it. Like there are girls out there that will literally like expect guys to just wait at their hand and feet on this specific day and just kind of like push them around like a dog or just like 
make them their bitch kind of thing. And I don't really love that. I think that's just like, ugh, it's just like a turn off to me. Um, so I do agree. Not everything has to, I do think that's really overhyped. Like everything that has to be romantic and lovey dovey. I don't think you have to be like that. I think humor is what makes everything a little bit more enjoyable and a little bit more, I don't know, comfortable. So I do agree. Um, the same person said what's being, what's underappreciated is just being able to be present with that person on that day. Um, I do actually agree with this too, because like for the most part, people are very busy. Everyone is busy, especially people my age right now. We're always on, we're always doing something, always on the go, always being needed somewhere, always needing to be somewhere. So I think when you, if you have the opportunity to just like, you don't always have, you don't have to go to dinner and you don't have to do all these things and you don't have to keep yourself so overly stimulated and busy. You can make this date, this day, just being present with that person and being able to do nothing with them. I think that's like really, I don't know. I think that's a really like good way to spend it too. Obviously communication is key. You guys know I've been preaching that since the womb, but you know, just being able to be present with your person and just, you know, doing nothing with them and just vibing. I think that's, that's great. Um, something that's underappreciated. Um, someone said getting to celebrate love a little extra. This person I know very well. She's a very loving person. She's a cancer. So she's very much like a lovey dovey sensitive sign. Um, so of course she would say this. Yes, it is a very good day to express love and just appreciate love and just love everything. Like love yourself, love your person, love your family, like love the things that you like to do. Just just a day though you can really just express all the love unapologetically. I think that's great. Um Oh, so she said two underappreciated things. Um Having a best friend and a boyfriend is underappreciated, I guess, is what she's saying. Yeah, I would have to agree. I think, like, a lot of, I know that I have specific friends that I have talked about this with. Like, I think it's important to find a best friend in your boyfriend or girlfriend, you know. But since I'm a girl, I'm going to speak and I'm primarily straight. Sometimes I'm a little bi. It just kind of depends on the day. Um, but I think it is important to just find a best friend in your partner because your best friend is like someone you can go to all the time and, you know, confide in and like really share your kind of the most authentic part of yourself to them. And very few like it is very rare to be able to find partners that you can be that with because you know you can be that with your friend, but it's hard to find that. I think it's really hard to find that in a partner. So I think it's really important and I think it's a really nice bonding um, aspect that makes like the relationship just that much stronger. Um, one of my other friends said, sentimental gifts. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. I always run out of ideas 
I always run out of sentimental ideas and there's so much pressure. I think this is very fair. Um, so she said this is um, overhyped sentimental gifts. And I do think it's very fair to think that because honestly, it's really hard to find sentimental gifts for people. I think it's like, I don't know. I just think it's very, it is so much pressure to put on yourself because like you obviously want the other person to love it and you, and you want it to come from a loving place. But I think whatever you decide to do, whether it's like, like a surprising them with something or just like a small little gift, as long as you do it with like good intentions and like the well-being for themselves. I think that is sentimental. I don't really like, you don't have to do like, you don't have to like be crafty and you don't have to do all these things. And like, you know, you can just like give them a nice gift and they'll, I'm sure they'll appreciate it. And if they don't, then that's not the right person for you because like whatever you give them should be like, it should be like something you love, they love, as long as like something that you like tried your best. That's all I'm saying. It's like, as le- if, if you try your best and get them something that you think they'll like, that's all that matters. If you tried, if you don't try, that's a different story. So I do kind of agree. I'm a very sentimental person. Like I definitely, um, prefer sentimental gifts over like materialistic gifts, unless it's like useful, So I am definitely like a more of a sentimental person, but I know it's really hard to find sentimental things. But for me, like sentimental could literally mean like if you listen, if you paid attention to what we were talking about like eight months ago and I told you that I really needed this or like I really want to buy this, but I don't want to buy it for myself. Like you could get, you could be simple as to getting that and remembering that and like taking note of that. And that would be sentimental because like you thought about it, you know, the sentiment. So I feel you, girl. Um, One of my other friends actually sent me a voice note. (laughs) And she pretty much... Actually, let me take a pause so I can re-listen to it because the bitch didn't... She didn't fucking respond to my Instagram. She had to message me. Annoying. Okay, pause. Okay, I am back. She didn't give me um, an underhyped thing, but she did give me something that was overhyped. And it was... um, how single people are so bitter. I think it's, she thinks it's overhyped that single people get are bitter. And it is very fair to think this because the thing is like, we all want to like, at the end of the day, we all want to have someone that we can like cuddle with and be cute with and like spend time with and be fun and cute and flirty, whatever. But Unfortunately, not everybody can have that at the exact same time. You know, we're all going to go through breakups and we're all going to be single and that's just how it is. But she says it's a day where she says it's a good day to just be loving. And that's kind of like what the other, the other person said too. It's just like a day, whether it's like you love your friends, you love your family, you love painting, you love cooking, like do like spend that day doing that, just loving doing what you love to do, like doing what you love to do. I think that's like what her kind of her message was. And I think that's really, I think that's really valid. And I think that's cool. And she has a point. Um, like she isn't single, but she knows what it's like to be single for a really long time. So she definitely has like POV from both sides. And honestly, like grab your single friends and hang out with them nothing wrong with that. Have a little Galentine's day or like, um, what do guys do? 
like a boy, boilantine. Ew, that sounds disgusting. I don't know what like a phrase would be, like guys night, I guess. Just a guys night. I think just get your single friends, get together, watch a movie, play some games, eat some good food. I think that's great. Like Valentine's Day is really just another day to express love to anything and anyone that you love. Okay. So to my single girlies and guys out there, I'm feeling you. We're all in it together and it's not a bad thing. Um, I have a friend that's been in with in the same relationship with a guy since she was 17 and she's hitting 21 soon. So she's been with this guy for a good chunk of time, but obviously I'm not going to put her on blast or anything and I'm not going to name drop her. Okay. I'm not going to name drop her because it's whatever, but I think because me and her were talking about this a couple days ago and how I was telling her, like, I was like, man, all my friends are getting pregnant, getting like in relationships and I'm over here like chilling. And she said, honestly, you're kind of doing what you should be doing at your age. Like it's kind of like what I'm doing at my age is expected. Like it's, it's not that it's normal because that kind of defeats the purpose of saying it's normal. It's not normal to have kids or get engaged or whatever at this time. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is like me just straight vibing right now, that's kind of expected. And it's like the the pace that most people are at. So she, she's been in the same relationship with a guy for literally almost five years. But the, t- the years of like 17 like literally like late teens to like mid early 20s is such like a I don't know I think it's such a pivotal time to kind of discover yourself like for me I think it would be really like unless you like know you found your person and like who you're with is like your ride or die and they are able to grow with you and like like encourage you to be a better version of yourself than you were before like someone that's able to evolve and grow with you that's fine but that's what I'm saying. Like they have to embrace the changes that you are going to make to yourself because from 17 to say like 24, 25, such a pivotal time to kind of discover who you are because like you don't really know what you want out of life. Like personally for me, I'm speaking out of personal experiences and I think I'm just like speaking from like, uh, like my age perspective But I think, like, as much as I would have liked, like, when the time is right, I will find a partner and it would be, it'll be a good time. Like, of course I want that. Who doesn't want that? But I'm also okay with being single right now because I don't have to really answer it to anyone. I don't really have to watch out for anyone else's feelings but my own. I don't really have to cater to anyone's needs. Like... For my friends, I will gladly, like, like I'm a pretty good listener and I'll, like, you know, me and my friends are really good about asking each other how our day was and just checking in on each other, which is, like, something I'm really fortunate about of having friends. But I was just thinking about it. I was, like, I was, like, I really don't care to listen to someone else's day if I don't really care about them. So what I'm saying is either you're my best friend or you're my lover 
you don't get to be this in-between thing that I don't really know what you are. Otherwise, I won't care. That's pretty much what I'm saying. That's just how I function. Not everybody functions like me, um, which is probably a good thing. But yeah, that's kind of my take on that. Um, okay. So we got through all of the, I didn't, because I posted this so late, it was like literally six when I posted this and it's a Friday night or yeah, it's a Friday night pretty much. So everyone's out doing things. Nobody's really on social media, so that's okay. Um, it's probably better to keep it short. I'm already hitting like 16 minutes. So I think that's pretty good. Um, Okay, so we're going to move on to the movie portion, the entertainment portion. So I wanted to keep this kind of fun. I'm a big rom-com junkie. I love rom-coms. I don't watch like, I haven't seen like the super classic ones, so I'm not like an expertise, but I definitely like, you know, I'm definitely, um, I definitely know my like 2000s rom-coms. Um, so yeah, so I'm going to give you like the top, I literally Googled like top rom-coms, rom-com classics of like, um, the two thousands. And I'm going to give you the ones that I'm going to give you not even two thousands cause pretty woman's on there, but just like top ones. Right. And then I'm going to give you my rating how I feel about them. And then I'm going to give you three that are not really recommended that I think people should watch. So first one is 10 things I hate about you. That one's with Heath Ledger. And I think what's her name? Shoot. I forgot. Um, let's see. 10 things. It's, it's me Googling right now. Let's see. Uh, Julia Stiles and Heath Ledger, uh, rest in peace. And Jordan, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, that's his name. Um, I give this one an 8 out of 10 because I think it's a little unrealistic. Um, I don't think any guy would be singing in the... I don't think any guy would try his absolute hardest to be singing like in the audience of like band practice and getting your attention from the entire school. I don't think that's realistic. Personally, um, so I'm talking a point down for unrealistic because, but all of these movies are pretty much like kind of unrealistic, but whatever. Um, I think it's like a cute message though, but also the, the story behind why, like how they even got together in the first place is so shady. So that's why I'm not going to eight, eight out of 10. So I'm not going to spoil anything because... Obviously, if you guys want to watch it, you can watch it. I don't like to spoil. Um, Next is Pretty Woman. This one is with uh, Richard Gere. I think that's his name. Richard Gere and Julia Roberts. This was such a peak for Julia Roberts. This was like the first movie that she was like really well known for. She looked beautiful. She was stunning. She was just living the dream. Um, I think... This love story is like every, like every girl's like dream, you know, like a nice rich guy kind of sweeps you off your feet. Like he kind of like, just like kind of like takes care of you a little bit, shows her a new world. I think that's awesome. Um, I made it eight out of 10 because, uh, 
I don't know. I just like personally, I didn't love the story. I like didn't. It wasn't like one of my favorite movies, but it was like up there. I'll like watch it if it's on TV. So it's just like, eh, you know, I don't really feel too strongly or too light about it. Too strong or too heavy, I guess. Uh, Let's see. 13 going on 30. I made this a 10 out of 10 because I think it's so cute. The concept is so different for early 2000s, like a little bit of time travel type of thing. Um, This one is with Mark Ruffalo and Jennifer Garner, I think. That's like Garner. Yeah. I just think it's cute. It's such an innocent love story. Like, I don't know. There's just, it's just pure. You know, it's, it's relatable um, in terms of like the wanting to grow up and like, you know, you thought you liked one guy and then he grows up to be like this fat cab driver and like the one you love was like your next door neighbor all along. I think that's super cute. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. So my fourth, fourth one is The Wedding Planner. I gave this one an 8 out of 10 too because I love this story and I love actually let me do it at 9 out of 10 I love this movie and I love the cast it's um Matthew McConaughey and Jennifer Lopez and Jennifer Lopez was at her peak with the rom-coms this like era like the early mid 2000s oh my god and Monster-in-Law love that movie it's not really rom-com but it's a it's a good movie that she had I just think this is the wedding planner's cute. I don't like, I'm docking a point because of like the circumstances that brought them together. It was his wedding and she was the wedding planner and then they fell in love. Are you kidding me? Like that is like a bride's worst nightmare. That's a terrible. Um, so yeah, nine out of 10. How to lose a guy in 10 days. I'm going to give this an eight out of 10. This one is with Matthew McConaughey and, uh, Kate, Kate Hudson. Okay, yeah. Kate Hudson. I docked a point from to nine out of ten because of the the realisticness of it. Like I don't know. I think Kate was supposed to be a character that was like 23, 24, just like got out of college, I think. I'm pretty sure. And then she's like all of a sudden at this like really nice big publishing company of like right like journalism. And then I don't know. It just seems like the way she client, like the status of her career did not match up to like the realisticness of her age. But I think that's just me. I, of course, don't know shit about that, but it's just like my assumption. Um, I docked it to an eight out of 10 because there's a reason. There's another reason. I don't know. I just think it was like a little like it flowed like the way he like ran after her just unrealistic I'm a pessimistic I'm a natural pessimistic I can't help who I am and as much as I love rom-coms I don't expect them to happen in real life but my hopeless romantic ass always expects it to happen to me I've grown out of that now but like at the time like when I was younger definitely so yeah a little quick recap on the rom-coms Um, So these are my three recommendations that I think everyone should watch because they're actually like really cute rom-coms. I did not say they were realistic, okay, but they are very cute. Um, This one's a little more underrated. Like no one really knows this one. Um, The Backup Plan, 
This one had, uh, let's see, this one had Jennifer Lopez. I'm looking up right now the guy because he was like Hawaii Five O. I always forget his name though because he's not like super popular. Alex O'Laughlin. Yeah. Um, Jennifer Lopez and Alex O'Laughlin. Oh my God. This movie is cute. This movie is very cute. It's unrealistic because what happens is Jennifer Lopez like decides that she wants to be a mom and she hasn't found like the right person. So she's at like the fertility clinic and she's getting her, she's getting impregnated pretty much. And like literally after she's done, she runs to the, the guy that ends up being the love of her life. And then she finds out she's pregnant and he's like, wait a minute, we didn't even do anything yet. So then he like becomes like, he goes from like first date to long-term relationship to baby daddy to husband real quick. So it's like in a span of like, like going from like, you don't know what you signed up for to like long-term commitment in like three months. So I can't think of anyone's story or anyone in my life that could possibly do that. So unrealistic, but cute, cute story. Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. What's the next one? Um, Life as we know it. I love this movie. This one has Josh Duhamel and uh, Catherine Heigl. Catherine Heigl. This one talks of um, a guy and a girl. They got set up by their friends a while back, but it didn't work out. But they're best friends with a couple. So the guy was best friends with like the groom, the husband, and then the girl was best friends with the bride, the wife. And a tragic thing happens. The couple dies. I'm sorry, I'm spoiling, but you kind of find out pretty early. The couple dies and they left their child's life in the hands of their best friends, with the which is Catherine and Josh, Josh's character. And they end up like having obviously disagreements like any couple would or just any people would, but they end up falling in love, taking care of a child and being forced to be a family for the sake of the baby. I don't know. It's a very beautiful and tragic love story. Like not tragic because like they didn't die, but like the baby's parents died. Okay. Anyway, I think it's cute. Um, the last one, my third one, this isn't like super romantic comedy, but it's more based on like mystery, but there is a romantic aspect to it and it's Miss Cageniality, which you guys don't, if you guys don't know, that's the one with Sandra Bullock and, um, who else is in it? Oh my gosh. I cannot for the life of me remember. Okay. Hold on. Oh my god, this movie came out in 2000. Um, This one has William Shatner, but Sandra Bullock and Benjamin Bratt is her love interest. Oh, Michael Caine is in here. Yeah, Michael Caine. Okay, yeah, anyways. Um, Yeah, I think... uh, Oh my gosh. Wait. You guys. Miss Congeniality was like 
there's a true story that miscongeniality like resembles. Okay, anyway, I'm gonna look into that later. Um, I just saw that. Anyways, I think this movie is cute because Sandra Bullock starts out being like a really like like one of the guys like tomboy like super non feminine non classy woman, and then like as she like you know, goes through training of being, like, a classy lady for the pageant, um, you know, she becomes a little different, and, but she still, like, stays true to her character of being, like, like, her personality, like, she's still very much, like, chill guy's girl type of thing, and I think Benjamin's character, Eric Matthews, okay, he, like, just, like, loved her from, like, he, like, just, like, tough love, loved her, kind of bullied her a little bit, I think that's why I like it, because they both had, like, a bullying, roasting aspect to it and I think that's really cute because it keeps it fun you know it keeps it interesting because they're both like kind of picking poke poking fun at each other so I personally really like those relationships the poking fun because I I'm personally like pretty mean like I can definitely roast and just be a bit of a bully so I'm I want someone to be that for me because I can't be the mean one and the other one's like nice the other one like the guy I don't know. There just has to be a good balance, but uh, I'm definitely a roaster. I like to roast, but I'm also sensitive. So, you know, I just need someone that's like on my wavelength. So, oh my God, I'm like going through these pretty quick. I'm done with that. This one feels like I'm on like a schedule. I hope you guys don't feel like <laughs> rushed or anything. Um, but I just thought I'd do that because that was really fun. Um... I was going to label this like, I don't know. I kind of want to just give some advice on for people this year, especially for like, I want to give advice to my single friends and then I want to give advice to my in relationship friends because I don't know. I just feel like I have some good insight on some things. So my relationship advice this year like right not this year but like right now as of right now for my single friends it's just like enjoy being single I know it's really hard and people say it all the time but when you think about it like being single is a very liberating and freeing thing because being in a relationship is a commitment okay and a commitment requires work and if you're not ready to put in the work And I'm not just like saying that in terms of like the person, but also like if you're just not literally just in general, not ready to put in the work at all, that's not going to work out for you. So while you're, while you're single and you don't really have anyone in the prospect of being a romantic thing for you, just enjoy being you, you know, doing the things that you like to do and hanging out with your friends and doing things that just fuels your soul with good positive energy um and I think it'll be good like I've personally been really struggling with like uh timeline things because a lot of my friends are just like they're really doing big life stuff I think I talked about this in the last episode but it just made me feel like a little behind and I was just like oh my god I'm getting stressed out but Then I talked to my therapist and she said it's okay. So um, I just get really stressed out when there's a lot of changes happening at once. 
Um, I'm a very adaptable person though. That's the thing. But if there's a lot of change happening all at once, I get super overwhelmed. Even if it doesn't involve me, I get super overwhelmed. So I've been really trying to just like cope with change as best as I can and just kind of remind myself that the change is different, but it's good. Like a lot of the changes happening right now is different, but it's good. Um, so I have to remind myself that. Um, for my relationship girlies and guys, remember to not lose yourself in this relationship that you're in and be happy. And if you're not happy in the relationship, communicate that or get out, get out of it. Don't drag the person along. Don't drag things along. Don't have them there for your own comfort and benefit if it's not benefiting them as well. Because life is too short to waste people's time because you are blocking their blessings and they are blocking your blessings. So if the relationship, if you don't see it going anywhere, if you don't see it being a long-term thing, I would just cut it while you can because the longer that you're in it, the longer you get invested and the longer your emotions are going to get heightened and then you can't really think straight. That's me. Um, that's just me, but I think it's a pretty fair point, right? Everyone's, as like I said, this is all my personal opinion. Do not get hurt. I don't give a shit if it hurts your feelings because this is my opinion. It should not even affect you if you don't really care about me or you care about my insight. Like, what I say does not affect you. It shouldn't affect you. And if it does, then... Like, obviously, I have this podcast because I want it to be, like, a good place that people can, like, go to and listen to for, like, some conversation starters and just, like, you know, have me as white noise, I guess, but... If you're getting worked up about something I'm saying, but it's like a personal opinion of mine, then it sounds like a personal problem to me. Um, but yeah, let me see what else I got for my single girlies and guys. Um, the prospect of online dating. I want to jump back into that a little bit because obviously if you're sitting at home, you're kind of bored, you're a little bit intrigued at the concept you're bound to make a online dating app like website or you're bound to make a profile um my only advice is I would go into it with the lowest expectations like the bar is at the core of the earth the the bars in hell like that's how low your standards should be because when you go into it not expecting anything good, anything that's remotely impressive and good, you get you get a little bit more intrigued by it. I'm not saying lower your standards, that's different, but I'm saying lower your expectations because at the end of the day, people are on dot online apps purely like 60% of the time, they're like the majority of their reasoning is they want to find a hookup one way or another. Um, but if you go into it with like low expectations, if you go into it with just like the idea that, because like, I think the only way you can really match with like good people is if your personality really shines through your profile and you approach it with like 
the um, approach it with the idea, like the the attitude of like I have nothing else else to lose because you're not really going to see these people again. All they know is your first name. You're not going to see them again. What do you have to lose? Just be yourself. You'll be fine. Um, also, have some thick skin because you are going to get ghosted on this app. Because I've ghosted people and people have ghosted me. And it's just really because if you're like initially talking, exchanging a couple texts back and forth and the vibe is just not there, the vibe is just not there. So that's just like the hard reality of the, <clears throat> the hard reality of online dating is ghosting. Um, another advice for my relationship besties right now is... I really hope that the relationship that you're in right now is like a fulfilling and peaceful one and the person's like your home because I think to be able to I think a romantic person in your life like your partner your life partner whatever like until you can find that in someone you have to be that for yourself and you know how sacred only you yourself knows how sacred your heart is and where you put it and so like this is kind of like tying into single and relationship but while you're single find that self-love and like if you can't find a person that can be like your safe space your home base your sanctuary you know like the the person the place that you get to be the most vulnerable and softest part about yourself if you can't find someone to be that around then be that for yourself until you find someone that can do that for you because I think again being in a relationship is commitment and work and time is literally being taken out of that from you and being put into someone else. You know what I mean? Like you are putting so much of your effort and your time and your energy into someone. I hope they are being nothing but the best for you because other than that, otherwise, what is it doing for you? You know what I mean? I think it's, I've always been the type that like, I don't know. I just think it's, it's just really pivotal to find a home in your partner because I mean, like, honestly, like, a relationship, a romantic relationship takes up such a big chunk of your life when you find that person. So you want to make sure it's a good one. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's why That's why I'm always, like, telling you guys, like, date to marry. And I know that sounds really scary because, like, oh, my God, nobody said anything about fucking marriage. No, I'm not saying, like, you need to get married to them, but, like, date to marry. You know what I mean? Like, continuously dating until you find someone that has the potential of being marriage material and then like put more energy into that obviously there's a lot more but like I don't know I think the first part is like if you're not like really getting like if you're not really like I don't know here's the thing I think a couple things that factor into getting to that place of like seeing if someone is like more than dating possibly marriage down the road material is meeting someone with like your same life goals, your same moral ethics, um, your same like kind of 
life plan in route. So when I first start talking to guys, I'm always like asking them, um, my, one of my questions I always ask, like in the beginning stages, like, what do you see, where, where do you see your life in five years? Because if it's not aligning with where I'm at and what I see for me, then that's kind of a red flag. And it's not even a red flag on the person or anything. It's the red flag on the situation and the, the survival rate of the relationship. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah. And here's the thing. I always want guys to be honest with me because at the end of the day, like lying to me, isn't doing anybody good, especially me. And a lot of people will lie just to kind of like save your feelings from being hurt. But I think it's almost worse. Like I'd rather you just be like, be honest with me now. Um, like I once was talking to a guy and he pretty much was like telling me how like I was like where do you see yourself in five years and he like didn't give any leeway he pretty much was like I'm gonna go back to Colorado I love it there I'm from there that's just like my happy place I'm I'm and I like respected it I was like that's great that you know like where you want to be but it didn't make me feel like I had any like chance of persuasion because it's not that I was opposed to going to Colorado or anything like that, but I don't see like the likelihood of me moving to Colorado was very slim because I don't have family there. I don't have any collection to, I had to, I don't have any connection to Colorado and I've never even been. So I don't even know if I like it. And we talked about this pretty early on in the talking stages. And I think that's why I was already like turned off because he just was like so adamant on it. But then like when I told him my concerns of like, it just doesn't seem like there's any like space in, of me in your life already. And we're just now talking like we just started talking. He said, it's not like you can't like change my mind though. And I'm like, I don't want to have to change your mind. You know what I mean? Like for me, I really just like, a green flag is like if I'm talking to someone and we're talking about this, I would like for them to say things along the lines of like, I don't really know, but as long as like, well, not like, okay, that just sounds like they have no ambition, but like pretty much like kind of just like going with the flow and seeing where life takes them kind of thing. Like I always, okay. So if I was asked like, where do I see myself in five years? Personally, probably still in Kansas. I would probably want to start a family here because it's my home base. It's all I know and it's comfortable and whatever. I'm not opposed to moving somewhere else as long as it benefits me and the other person and so on and so forth. Um, my, okay, the moral is, is that if I was going to move somewhere and he would like wanted to move somewhere, we make that decision as a, like a, like a team. We don't, it's not like he chooses that and I follow him. I don't want that. I want us to cohesively decide together. And I think that's like where my red flag is with a lot of guys because they don't really give me that. A lot of them don't really give me that like kind of open door to get letting giving me the chance to put my input in 
You know what I mean? It's a really hard thing to explain. So unless you like, if you get it, you get it. And if you don't, I guess you don't. Um, but yeah, that one, that last one was a little bit of a chaotic tip. I'm not going to lie, but I don't know. I think the moral of that last one is like, if you're in a relationship, make sure you guys have the same life plan or similar life plan and like similar life goals and, and just you're headed in the same direction. I think that's really important before you get too invested. So yeah, this one was a really, it was a longer episode, but I think this one was a good one. It had a lot of good things for people to ponder on and think about. I'm very happy with how this one turned out. Um, I hope you guys have a good Valentine's Day. I hope you have a good rest of the week. Um, Remember to just love the things that you love the most and tell everyone you love them. Actually, I don't really care if you do that because even I don't do that, so I'm not going to tell you to do that. Um, I have a really, I have a really hard time telling my loved ones I love them. Like, it's very cliche. They're always like, um, people are always like, tell your loved ones you love them before you can't anymore. (sighs) Like, obviously we all know, like any day could be anyone's last day, but I still don't say that. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just like really not in tune with my emotions and like my vulnerability, but I feel like this is something for me to talk about with my therapist. So I'm going to do that with her soon. Um, but yeah, like I said, I hope you guys have a good rest of the week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. This was really fun for me. Um, I hope you guys also had fun listening to this and, you know, participating. I hope I'm going to think ahead plan ahead and then I'm going to post on my story a little bit earlier so a lot more people have a chance to participate and be a part of the episode um I had a good time this was a good episode um oh motherfucker sorry I just almost dropped my water on my laptop that would have been horrible that just that would have been terrible um Oh my God. I like forgot to give like my own underrated and overrated thing. Boo. Okay. Well, it's too late for that. So maybe next time. Okay. I hope you guys have a good rest of the week. Um, it's never, it's never a bad time to talk about love. I should incorporate the title more into my topics. Um, okay. Always next time. Bye.